0: It's time to elevate your snacking game with wonderful pistachios. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. My name is Bree and I am the host of this show. The Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast is a space for us to unapologetically receive self-care self-love and healing so I always ask that you please leave any guilt you might have for spending time to take care of yourself at the door because we don't do that here all right well today is Monday December 30th happy almost new year merry after Christmas wherever you fit in is it Kwanzaa right now I think it's Kwanzaa right now. Don't don't shame me because I don't uh, practice Kwanzaa. So I always forget like, when Kwanzaa starts and when it ends. And I, I should be ashamed of myself. I know that I should be. Um, but we have just finished Christmas. I hope your Christmas was fabulous. I hope that you and your boo and your family and your kids and whomever, or if it was just you, I just hope that you had an amazing Christmas. I hope that you got everything that you wanted. If you didn't, that's okay. Because the one thing that you have right now, if you are listening to the sound of my voice is you are alive and above ground. And that to me is like right now the best gift. Like if you would have asked me a couple of weeks ago, I probably would have still said that living was the best gift, but I might have said some other stuff too. But right now, as it stands, keep in mind that there are people that are not, this is going to sound crazy, right? But there are people that are not even going to make it into uh, the new year, January 1st, 2020, uh, they're not going to even make it into the new year for one reason or another. So we are here, we are alive, we are well, we are breathing. We might be struggling a little bit, you know, with a few things, but we are here. So I hope that you understand that that is like the best gift ever. Um, So, yeah, actually, speaking of, um, I'm going to talk about this, I think, in a moment. Yeah, I am. But speaking of, like, my aunt literally just died. She just passed away on December. It was like a week before Christmas or something like that. I don't remember the exact date, but she literally just died. And so that's why I'm just like, you know, and there's a whole backstory to it. It wasn't like she, well, I guess she kind of did just die. It wasn't really unexpected. I mean, she had had some health issues. And um, because of her faith, she decided or she opted out of certain things that would have helped her to be here right now. But that was her choice. So, um, you know, when there's a death in the family, it just changes the dynamics and of everything and things are just kind of like crazy. Um but I just feel really blessed to be here. Uh, I just feel blessed to be alive. I feel blessed to to be whole and healthy and, and all of that. So I didn't really do much for Christmas, but it, it was my choice. Um, I'm really going into a way of just doing things more minimally. Luckily, my daughter is pretty much an adult. And um, I still get her stuff for Christmas, you know. But I am just kind of easing into this comfortable space of... Just and this may change a year from now, you know, that's the good thing about being a woman. That's a good thing about life. You can always change your mind, you know, but right now and for the last couple of years, I've really kind of been settling into this whole minimalism and minimalist and simplified life piece by piece and bit by bit. So um, I didn't really do much for Christmas besides get stuff, you know, for my daughter and and things like that. But, and we cooked a little bit and, and everything. And usually I watch like Polar Express and Elf, like every year religiously, I didn't even feel like doing that. I didn't even feel like doing that. So like I said, hey, we're women, we can, you know, change our minds, we can go one way today and change our mind and do a 180 tomorrow. And that's perfectly fine. Do you boo boo, do you. So with that said, like I said, we are easing our way into 2020. Actually, 2020 is knocking on our door, like, right now. I think it's Monday, Since t- two days. Question, before I get into this topic, because I was reading something, I don't understand how decades work. Like, I don't think that 2020 is the start of a new decade. I think that 2021 is the start of of a new decade. And it goes 2021 to 2030. Am I tripping? Does anybody know what the heck I'm talking about? Am I losing it? I hope you know what I'm talking about. But I I hear people saying how the new we're in the new decade in 2020. I think we're still in the old decade until 2021. But maybe I'm mistaken. Anyway, if you can clear that up for me, feel free to send me an email at connect at browngirlselfcare.com and get, set your girl straight. <laughs> okay, Um. all right. So let us go ahead and get into some things. I'm gonna be doing six things. I- I've started already and I'll be carrying it through, you know, carrying it with me through the beginning of the year and beyond. But six things that I am doing so that my 2020 will not be ashy because there is nothing worse than, then going into a new year and everything is just like, you just don't know if you're coming or going, you're up and then you're down, you're in, and then you're out. You, you you just don't have a game plan or you're just, you know, just kind of blowing in the breeze, just going with, with whatever way the wind blows. If that's your thing, great, more power to you. I just feel like there are certain things that I can do and probably you can do as well that will kind of help you um, set the course get into the proper, you know, look, start to look at things a little differently, you know, get things lined up for 2020 and beyond, um, new decade or not, which is still debatable. I don't think it's a new decade, but I could be completely wrong, but whatever. Um, so there are some things that I've been doing as of late that I'm going to carry into the new year, uh, because I just don't want to waste a year. Like 2020 is like, dude, 2020 is like vision, like sight. Get it? 2020 vision. <laughs> so um, it's just like this. It's I don't know. I'm just really excited. You'll have to excuse me, but I am just like, for some reason, super stoked, super excited. Um, I don't know. I'm just really happy to be going into 2020. I honestly don't know why. Maybe God's going to be doing some amazing things in my life and I just already know it in my spirit, but it hasn't like made its its way up to my mind. I don't know. but I'm just really excited to go into 2020. I don't know why, but there are some things that I'm going to do or have been doing that I want to share with you that maybe you too can think about if it can fit into your life, or maybe it'll kind of lead you to think of some things that you might want to do between now and just in the next few weeks or next couple of months or beyond through 2020, um, just to bring a little more structure into, into your life. So again, These are six things that I am working on or I'll be doing because I want to, as much as possible, eliminate any type of crust, dryness, ashiness, um, chalkiness, whatever, to this fresh, exciting new year. Okay, so are you with me? Awesome. Great, great, great. Hey, by the way, I didn't ask you to do this, but... If you would be so kind, make sure that if you're listening to this on iTunes, that you subscribe and you rate it five stars. If you are feeling the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast, and also make sure that you are sharing the podcast with your friends, your family, whomever um, could use a little more TLC in their life, they can join our community and they can be dope like we are. So, all right. Now (laughs) I got that out of the way. So six things that I am going to be doing, um, between now and, you know, just the new year and beyond. Um, One of the things I'm going to be doing is, and I mean this wholeheartedly, is I am working on my attitude, okay? I am working on my attitude and I have been for some time, but I just don't think that it is a easy thing, like just shutting off a light switch, you know, when you walk into your bedroom or you walk in the kitchen and you just shut that light switch up or down or flick it up or down and that light just comes on like instantly, right? Sometimes I feel like my attitude should just be a certain way immediately, but what I've had to remind myself that when you've had years of either trauma or you've been a certain way, like you've... You know, you're like trying to do a whole new ass attitude or make a whole new person, you know, than you were a month ago or a year ago or five years ago. And when you're setting your ways, it's not an easy thing to do. But for real, for real, like for real, for real, I Am working on my attitude because I know that your attitude, my attitude and your attitude, I guess, but I'm speaking for myself only my attitude. I know it can affect a lot of things. It's going to hinder me or it's going to push me further. And the like the main three things that I need to work on are my patience, my forgiveness and being more responsible. So patience, I am just like, oh, I am so Impatient, especially when it comes to driving. People get on my nerves. It's like, move out of the way, Grandma. Like, can you pull over? (laughs) I know that sounds terrible, but I am just so impatient in certain situations. So I am really, really working on that. Like, I I might have made a joke about it before, um, but I'm really working on my patience with myself. Working on patience with my child, which I have really come a long way with that. Like. I really have. I, I, I I can't say that I'm a perfect parent because I'm not, but I know that I have really, um, in certain areas poured into my daughter's life. And though I slip up all the time, I'm just thankful that I'm more mindful, much more mindful and aware of how the things I say and the things I do impact me. But on some of those days, some of those days, you know, uh, if you have a teenager, you know, you know what I'm talking about. So patience, um, forgiveness. So speaking of the funeral, Oh, I didn't talk about the funeral. Speaking of my aunt passing away. Um, uh, so my aunt passed away and we had the funeral service, um, on Saturday. We had the funeral just this past Saturday. And you know, when you have a funeral, that's when like relatives like come up out the woodwork, or you see people that you've never met before, and I'm not a talkative person. So I already don't like people. Okay, I don't like talking. To I don't like talking to people in new situations. I just don't. Like I said, I'm very set in my ways. Now I can talk on this podcast. If you called me. We can have a conversation on the phone. Like if we have a relationship. But other than that, like in new spaces or when it's new people, I am just. I'm just, I'm very introverted, okay? So I don't like talking to people. It's not that, it's just, I'm just very much to myself and reserved in certain environments. Unless I know you, then I'm just a freaking nut and you can't get me to shut up. But, (laughs) you know, I don't know how to explain it, but forgiveness. So we had our aunt, uh, yeah, our aunt or my aunt's funeral. My mom's sister passed away. And, um, you know, so... There was an opportunity that I could have. So when we got to the repast, and this is going to sound petty, it's going to sound shady. I don't care because I'm working on it. But when we got to the repast, my, well, two of my relatives, not going to even say which two, but two of my relatives were sitting at the table where I was sitting at. And I barely spoke to them. And I barely spoke to them because in the past, I feel like they did some things to my mom. And you know, when people do stuff to your mom, you hold that grudge like forever, honey, forever. And I feel like they just, and there there were some things, there were just some things that happened to me. And then the way, so so there was a major thing that happened to me. And I've talked about that and that's molestation. Uh, and then there were some, some things that I feel like how they treated my mom as a kid, I'm seeing this through a kid's eye. So, you know, maybe things weren't as I, I thought they were, but regardless, when you do something to my mama, I ain't talking to you. Even if I don't like my mama today, even if she get on my nerves, even if I don't speak to her for, let's say like a whole year go by, I don't talk to my mama. If you did something wrong with my mama, I don't like you. It's just how it is. Um, So I am really like God placed on my heart that I need to really simmer down and start practicing some forgiveness and really not just pray and say, Oh, you know, I'm going to forgive these people, but like mean it because if I forgave those people, like wholeheartedly, I would have been able to sit down the table and, and do more than just kind of like say hi and nod and then, you know, keep it pushing. Again, we were at the same table for like a couple hours. I probably spoke three or four words to to them. And that was rude. And I clearly have not come to a place where I've humbled myself enough to forgive. And I'm working on that. So like I said, forgiveness, it's not my strong point. I can hold a grudge like a mother and that's just how it is. But I'm working on that. Um, And also responsibility. I feel like I can step my responsibility up quite a bit in certain areas of my life, in certain ways I do business. Um, I think that just, and I feel like I am responsible. I feel like I, I'm always the one that has to do the right thing. Like I always have to go and apologize to someone. I always have to, you know, do X, Y, Z. But I know that there are some areas in my life where I can be more responsible and that's going to have a better outcome for me, you know, in my dealings with people, in the way I deal with myself, in the habits that I build, um, the ways I hold myself accountable for the things that I say, the things that I do for even how I pay bills on time or not, things like that. So definitely for the last, it's been for some time, but definitely now and then 2020 and beyond working on my attitude in those three areas. So definitely that's on my checklist something else this is number two that I am working on right now is um clean just cleaning out cleaning out cleaning out stuff cleaning out my closets clutter cleaning my house um so is it just me so I have a two bedroom two bathroom what's it called like a townhouse that I rent and I don't worry about my daughter's bedroom I'll go in there and I'll fuss um maybe like once a week. So she cleans it, even though she has clutter and it drives me crazy. Like her clutter drives me crazy. My clutter's like, Oh, you know, it's all right. I'll get to it. But when I see she has like little, like things on her desk and tchotchkes and stuff like that, I'm like, if you don't get this stuff out of here and clean your room. Um, so I'll get on her case like once a week to make sure at least once a week, her room's clean once a week, her bed is made because heaven forbid she does it more than once or twice a week. um, that kind of thing. And I make sure that her bathroom's clean. And that's great. What I'm finding is, like, for example, so my bedroom and my bathroom are upstairs. When my upstairs is clean, my downstairs, where my kitchen and my living room is, it's like, What? And it's not that it's like super dirty because it's not because I try to keep it tidy. I try to go after myself like I have like a blanket on the couch. If I'm done with the blanket before I go upstairs, I'll fold it, put it away. I'll wipe the table down, you know, make sure I wash the dishes, you know, if there's more than like a two or three in there, things like that. I'll try to keep it tidy as I go. But I've noticed that like right now, my bedroom, my bathroom are clean. My downstairs needs to be cleaned. Or it'll be the reverse. My downstairs will be jamming. But then for some reason, I can't keep the upstairs as clean as I want it. Like, why can't all the rooms in the house be clean, like, all the time at the same time? Why? It definitely can if I spent more than, you know, 30 minutes at a time cleaning. So I definitely want to up my clean game because I want all the rooms clean all the laundry done, all the laundry folded, all the floors vacuumed. I want that all cleaned at one time. So I'm thinking of a day, cause I, cause I, like I said, I'll clean as I go. But I want it. I want a main, like I want a main day where everything's clean once a week at the same time, like everything, everything. And then obviously I'll still be doing my tidying thing and making my bed every morning, vacuuming every few days, all that stuff. But I want my house to be clean, clutter-free. We're going through the closets now this week. My daughter doesn't think that she is, but she's got another thing coming because I've warned her about this for like the last month and she thinks I'm playing, but I'm not. We're gonna go through all the closets, and get rid of, and we're going to be purging and that's going to take probably like a good couple of days. But this week we're going to be purging and giving stuff to goodwill, throwing things out. I, when I say I want this house clean and clutter free, like I have like old papers to shred and stuff like that. We going to be busy this week. She thinks she's on vacation this week. She's not on vacation this week. She going to be busy this week. We are going to be busy this week because My second thing going to 2020 to be ash free is I want this house clean, clear, clutter free. So there you go. Um, Number three on my list is I want to start drinking smoothies again and really taking care of my body. Let me take a sip of water really quick. (laughs) Yeah, so I, excuse me, want to get back to doing smoothies. When I was doing smoothies, so I have a Vitamix, okay? And a Vitamix is not meant to just sit on your counter collecting dust. Like the Vitamix, well, as far as I know, so I've had it maybe five to seven years. It's like a great machine to do all these things. And I used to do all these things in my Vitamix, make smoothies and make almond milk and peanut butter and what else was I making in there? Like dressings and stuff like that. I have really fallen off when it comes to making smoothies in the last maybe six months or so. So I have committed to going back to my smoothies, um, going back to my smoothies. But right now I'm looking for a protein powder because I don't just want any old protein. Space wasn't always made for our perspective, so NPR's new collection is necessary as it celebrates the richness of the Black experience. Here a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcast that center Black voices. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Feeling more grounded and relaxed is Black Girl Peace for me. And so I really need that while doing things like Freeze free up your schedule with Way. Go to theouai. dot com and enter promo code Self Care for fifteen percent off any product. That's theouai. dot com. Promo code Self Care. Powder and if you go on Amazon and you read the reviews for all this stuff, it's like uh, you'll never buy anything. Like if you read all the reviews, because there's always like just shenanigans with every single item that I've looked up when it comes to protein powder. Like I've looked at vegan powders and pea powders and whey powders and what other kinds, just different kinds. And uh, there's something about all of them (laughs) that I just don't like either, you know, the taste like, it it doesn't taste good. And I guess it's not supposed to taste good, but if I'm going to be drinking it a few times a week, I want it to at least be enjoyable. Um, Or it has like stevia or stevia. How how do you say it? Stevia, stevia. I don't even want that in my protein powder. Um, Or just different things. Like people will say, oh, it made my stomach hurt. I had diarrhea, just different things. I'm just like, can I just, can a sister be great? Can a sister live good in 2020 and get a protein powder that rocks you know what I'm saying? Uh, don't I don't like chocolate. I, I just want a vanilla protein powder that I can jazz up on my own with my banana and fruit and spinach or whatever. That's all the sister wants. That's all I want. So definitely getting back to smoothies. And I'm not going to be drinking coffee as much because I was drinking coffee. Like I, w- I became like a coffee crackhead like caffeine in the last few months just really started to rule my life. And that is not cool for me. So I'm definitely going to be alternating. I'll be doing smoothies some days and I'll still have my coffee some days. And also, um, I'm going to be rotating in a, um, like a hot toddy of like my ginger tea. And I, if you're on Instagram, I shared just a couple of days ago, my, um, it is, it's not like I made it up. It's super simple. I'm sure everyone has been making this for years too, just like I have, but you just take a little bit of ginger, you, you steep it in hot boiling water for a few minutes and then you, um, add it to your lemon and your honey. And you have like a healthy drink that will help kind of like detoxify you. And it's really good. I don't know. It's just really good. So I will be having that also in place of having coffee every single day because I do want to get intentional about, just paying more attention to the things that I eat. Um, And I think if I can get a handle on my morning, that will help to set the tone for the rest of my day. So if you know of a good protein powder, email me at connect at browngirlselfcare.com. Clearly, I need some help. So if you happen to know of a good protein powder that is not chocolate, not mocha, not peanut butter, um, you know, let me know and I I would love to hear from you. So definitely more smoothies in place of like caffeine and coffee um, going forward as soon as I can find a protein powder. Um, So that was number what? Three. Um, Number four is I am going to be um, well, and I've been starting already doing like a digital detox doing a digital detox so like i took a break around christmas time when it came to social media like i just don't want to be in 2020 and just be glued to my phone glued to facebook glued to instagram glued to the news feed hearing all this crazy stuff like i just i just want to minimize distractions and a big distraction for me is being online. And the thing about it is I have to be online to an extent because I run Brown Girl Self-Care as well as a candle company that I am releasing in February of 2020. And I'm so excited about that. So I have to stay focused and on task and intentional about the things I'm doing so that I can continue to not only stay sane and practice self-care, but also run Brown Girl Self-Care and this candle line that I am, um, that I'm growing, that I, that I'm producing or growing or releasing, (laughs) launching in 2020. And being tied to social media, being caught up, like literally you can or I can get online to look up, let's see. So let's say I get online to join, to, to look into something. Like I wanna know, I don't know. Um, I don't know. I wanna know something about candle making, for example. I don't know. So I go and look online or go to Facebook and, and, and look at something. And the next thing you know, you see like a video right under where you want to click. And it's a video of, I don't know, either a cute guy um, or Idris Elba is talking about something (laughs) and you get distracted or there's a puppy eating a watermelon and you click on that and you watch that video and then there's a video under that and you click on that and then there's then your friend posted about something. So you click on that and you read the comments and you lurk And it's like Facebook is so the way Facebook is set up is just so like they have it together. They know how to engage you and keep you there, which is the point. They want you on Facebook. They want you on social media because it's a huge, not only is it a connector of people? Sure it is, but it's a huge money making machine. So they know how to keep you on there, how to keep you engaged how to show stuff in your feed based on the searches that you do online, they have it all together. You know what I'm saying? So I am digital digitally detoxing, like unfollowing things and following things that are more in line with, with, you know, my vision for 2020 and beyond, and unfollowing things or, you know, I might I'm not unfriending anybody. There's really no one. I think I only unfriended one person in 20, 2019, if I'm not mistaken, I unfriended only, I think just one person. And honestly, I miss the relationship that I had with her, but I feel like for whatever reason, we just, it it just, the relationship just didn't make sense. Um, I definitely would love to still be in relationship with her and, and cause she was just so cool, but you know, things happened, I guess. And we just, we just didn't see eye to eye or maybe it just just the relationship just wasn't happening. So I, I just unfriended her because I just felt like we weren't speaking to each other and we had already kind of had conversations around certain things. And then we fell back, I guess on the outs. And it was just like, what's the point? you know what I'm saying? What's, what's the point? So, um, cause I, I don't do drama uh, unless, unless I'm, I'm really fighting for something. Like I don't do drama. It's just not worth it to me. It's not worth it for me to cause somebody headache for me to cause my own self headache for, to be bickering and, and all that stuff. It's just like, ah, just unfriend, no need to announce it. Just move on with your life. That's just how I do. I like slide out. Like I just, I just move on. That's just how I do. So, digitally detoxing. I'm going to be clearing out my inbox and unfollowing, unsubscribing and subscribing to things that make sense for me because there is nothing worse than, than saying that, you know, you want to spend more time reading, you want to spend more time, uh, creating, which is awesome. I love to create st- certain things. Um, There's nothing worse than saying you want to work out for 30 minutes or I don't know, just do different things. And then you fall down the social media or internet rabbit hole and you're there for like an hour and a half and you've wasted so much time. Now, if you're intentionally on social media, that's great. But I'm talking about those of us that, you know, we set time to do certain things and we can't because, um, we're on social media and the time, you know, it's three o'clock when you get on, you're like, Oh, I'll just be on for 20 minutes. And the next thing you know, you look up and it's, it's gone from three o'clock to five 15. And it's like, what's going on with that? So Alexa cancel. So <clears throat> yeah. So digital detox is definitely something that I am going to be doing super strong. And I've already started And, um, it's going very, very well. I've been able to be pretty focused in the last couple of weeks and that's very exciting to me. So you may consider doing a digital detox as well. Um, how long you want to do it is up to you. It could be just a day. It could be a week. It could be, you know, every few days or you do it once a week, once a month or whatever. It's, it's really the balls in your court. I do think though that if you pull away from distractors, um, and things that are not serving you or where you can't pour into people where it makes sense, then really there's, it's just a distraction. And if you are focused and intentional on your goals, you don't need a lot of distractions right now. Hopefully that made sense. Um, so I think that was number four. The next thing, number five that I am doing is, um, setting goals and creating a vision board. Now, I think on my next podcast episode, if I'm not mistaken, I will be talking about creating a visual board and just getting clarity around because it's not just about placing stuff on your board and be like, okay, here you go. I want all these things. Um, you know, so I, I, I'm going to do on my next episode just talking specifically about vision boards. But in the meantime, really quick, setting goals That is just like, if you don't have goals, you're just aimlessly wandering. And I know that it's time consuming sometimes, but I encourage you to sit down, sis, like today or this week and just even if you create like a blueprint or just start to write down some of the things you want to do, uh, in 2020, be it travel, um, make amends with someone, work on certain parts of your life, look for a certain type of job, earn a certain amount of money, read, you know, five books a month or five books a year. Like what, lose five pounds, lose a hundred pounds, gain 25 pounds, whatever. Like you have to set goals and it's not just enough to say, Oh, I want to, I want to, for example, me, I need to lose uh I would say probably about let's see I would say probably about 30 to 40 pounds I I need to lose about 30 to 40 pounds to get back to like a healthy weight to get back to a healthy weight where I feel amazing I my knees are not achy you know what I'm saying I'm too short to kind of carry the weight that I have plus I have a big booty so that doesn't help but it's not just enough for me to say okay, in 2020 I'm going to lose uh 30 pounds. No, I have to cuz that's that's I mean yeah, it's a goal technically sure, but there's no way like if you don't break down that goal of losing 30 pounds like how am I going to do it? What ways? When am I going to do it? Like and and have certain milestones and things like that, then really you're just kind of throwing it up against the wall and hoping for the best. And that may work for you, but that definitely does not work for me. Like I have to, again, I'm gonna use the word intentional, (laughs) get really intentional and serious and break things down into like bite-sized goals um, so that it feels achievable, number one, you know what I mean? Because there's nothing like saying, oh, I'm gonna make $100,000 this year, (laughs) Which trust me, I wanna make a hundred thousand dollars in 2020. Don't get it twisted, but me saying it don't mean nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's not like God's gonna come down with a a, a winning lottery ticket or an envelope full of a C notes and, and and cash and and stock and, and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Like it, that, that's just not how it works. So I need to break down my goals into chunks and pieces and really get clear about the things that I want to do. And and that's why next Monday, we're going to talk more about setting goals and the vision board. Okay. So stay tuned for that one. And then finally, I think I've gone through five things. Finally, the most important thing that I am doing right now in preparation for 2020 to not be ashy, Okay. And this is for my believers. I am going to be fasting and working on my walk with God. Okay. And again, this is for my believers. If you're a believer, this is for you. So, excuse me. So fasting, like I have learned so much about fasting and I'm not necessarily talking about intermittent fasting, which I've done off and on for the last few years, which is amazing amazing. When you can get your body to to do that. Oh my gosh. Amazing. Um, but when I'm not really talking about intermittent fasting, Uh, I'm talking about just fasting for breakthrough. That is where I am right now. 2019, the last few months, 2019 has been no joke. Okay. And I know that a part of it is because I'm not necessary, or I wasn't, I shouldn't say I'm not as in right now, I wasn't, um, really clear on what I felt God was saying to me. Uh, I know that God's always talking. I know he's always trying to get me to get my life together. And he's always telling me which way to go, you know, on this journey. Um, but because of distractions, We just talked about that distractions and distractions could be anything. um, But because of distractions and not doing the things that I know that he has pressed upon me to do, it's like I wasn't really hearing his voice clearly. And it's funny because I was learning in in my walk with God as I've been kind of going through this. I was thinking, you know, God's going to how come God hasn't talked to me? How come God hasn't, how come I haven't heard his voice as far as like, Brie, you need to do X, Y, Z tomorrow and then everything's gonna be okay and I'll set you up for the next step. No, a long time I've been waiting to actually hear God's voice. And I do think I heard, literally heard God's voice one time in my life and that was this year on my birthday, if I'm not mistaken, in 2019. And that really freaked me out. Um, But God doesn't work that way from my understanding. He talks to us spirit to spirit. And if your spirit is cluttered, if your spirit, spirit is too busy, if your spirit can't be bothered to spend time with God and increase your faith, increase your walk, then his messages is not that he's going to stop talking to you. He's still talking to you, but you can't pick up what he's laying down. You can't, you can't, you know, you're not on his wavelength. You know what I mean? So I am fasting. I've already started and I don't really, I'm not going to really talk much about my fasting life because according to what I've learned, it's, it, if you're talking about your fast and it's really to boast, like you're just basically, you might as well just not even fast. And I don't feel like I'm boasting, but your fast life really is, is, is more so is to be private. Like they say in the Bible, you shouldn't go around like bragging and, or looking, you know, all pitiful and sad. so Someone can say, Oh my God, Bree, Oh my God, what's wrong? You look so skinny. Are you okay? And I can be like, Oh, I'm fasting right now. You know what I'm saying? That's not, <laughs> it's not for attention. So, um, All that to say, that is like my number, my my main priority right now and through 2020 is just like spending more time in the word, spending time being still because you know what's crazy, I promise you, and this is why I push for being still and removing clutter and just simmering down and getting still and being quiet and spending some time with yourself, dude. When I sincerely do that, those are the times when I'll have those, that word, just like I'll get something, you know what I mean? And I'm like, oh, I'll get a message. And it's like, okay. So if you are believing for something right now or in 2020, um, if you need direction, if you're not sure which way to go, if you're making moves, um, if you want to increase your, your walk with God, I definitely would say if you're looking to break some generational curses in your family, um, I would highly suggest that you, uh, look into fasting and figure out if that's something that is for you, because when you fast, you are now going into, or you're now accessing the spiritual realm. You know what I'm saying? So that fast and God tells us that we are to pray and fast and that is important. So I guess if you want to hear more about fasting, I would be happy to do another podcast episode, but I need you to tell me that because if not, then I'll just, it it isn't something that I necessarily need to talk about on the show. But if there's interest, then I would be happy to talk more about what I know, um, what I personally know about fasting and what I've learned when it comes to fasting and also how I do it um, with the fast. So if you want to hear more about fasting, hit me up on Instagram, send me a DM if I get enough interest, um, and actually, I'm, I'm going to try to remember to put a post up in my stories that says, hey, did you want to hear more about the fasting I talked about in the podcast? And you can just say yes or no or not respond. And then if there is interest, um, or you can email me connect at com and just say, hey, I want to hear more about, about fasting. Um, and then I will do an episode on fasting. Okay, that way, if there's interest, I'll know. And if there's not, then I'll, and I'll know that there's not interest. So um, yeah, girl, so with that said, that is the end of today's episode. I really hope that you were able to glean some tips that will hopefully um, coincide with some things that you want to do in this new year slash and or decade, which is questionable, um, going into 2020. I really hope that, you know, this is you have an amazing year. I hope that I have an amazing year. I want to do some incredible things with brown girl self care. I want to have our first live event in Southern California. So I'm putting that out there. And there's so many things I want to do with brown girl self care that I don't know, I just have to figure it all out. But just know that some things are coming. And I'm really excited about that. Um, but as I end this episode, I, I really true wish, wish you, excuse me, a blessed new year, a blessed 2020. And I, I, I just hope that, you know, everything that you're asking for, everything that you want, everything they're working for, everything you're fighting for, um, it just all comes together for your better good. And you're able to just smash, you know, some goals and just really get your glow up on this year and do some amazing things. So with that said, again, this is Brie with the Brown Girl Self-Care Podcast. I will see you next Monday, where again, I'll be talking about vision boards and the, and things like that. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to rate and subscribe, and I will see you on Monday. Have an amazing week.